defeated, Umber enraged, Murlocs above. Find out what happens next on the final part of Ghost Ship. For it is Umber's turn. He rolled well and has what I will describe as a stupidly high modifier. And Zabeth, as you can imagine, you are the only one that has hurt Umber. Come to me. Come to me, hit points. Okay, I lied. He's going to take a step back. Really? And you see him touch one of the runes on his body. And some of the wounds that you gave him start to heal up. Mm, well then. Can I use uh, Spellcraft to identify, as a free action, to identify what spell that actually was? Yes. Uh, ooh, nice. Uh, 30? Yes. So he is a rune master, as you can envision. And he used Mark of Superior Healing. Okay, cool. Uh, that will be his turn. So, Inuk, it is your turn, sir. He's still just right in front of you, a little bit healthier than he was uh, six seconds ago. I'm going to try and make him a little bit more unhealthy. I'm going to grab Yura and I'm going to stab it, kind of. Because is, is he right up against the wall of the ship or is there space behind him? There's a little bit of space, but he'd start to be back into the water and then coral reef. Oh, as in he's right in front of the hole? Yes. Okay. So I couldn't, like, stab at his neck and try and pin him against the wall. Not a problem. I will instead just stab at him with my trident. Stab. Oh, that's not going to do anything. What'd you get? I got seven plus... No, it's not. Wait. Yes, it will. Sixteen? Yes. Because I have quite a high plus there. Plus a few more pluses. Okay, yeah. So seven plus a number. Nineteen. So non-natural twenty to hit. It hits. So now I get to roll the d8. How much did you do? Seventeen damage. He is definitely less healthy than he was moments ago. And can I try and stab into either the rune that he touched on his body or any that look like it? And see if it messes him up? Yeah, go ahead. To try and, like, make sure that he can't use that rune. Sort of thinking, like, scratching the salt away on, on a symbol or something and the symbol not working. So would I have to roll something else to make sure I'm stabbing at the right spot? Yeah, you can do that with the second attack, and then we can just do called shot, so it'd be at a negative four. If the old I have a second attack? Yes, Morgan. You have a second attack. Yeah, what, what's your base attack bonus? It's not high enough for a third, because he has multiple levels as a Tuscar. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Tuscar has levels? Yep, we'll drop this bomb. So, the Tuscar have actually three racial levels, and at the end of it, he has a plus three natural AC, a plus two to strength, an additional plus one to stamina, and a resistance to cold of nine. Oh, wow. So the problem, though, is that, like, just on a sheer metagaming level, all of that could be handled with gear. Yeah, but all of it is handled with pure awesome Tuscar right now. That's true. And you can always just tack things on top of it. You can only make it better. Yep. True. This is the beauty of the racial traits. Yeah, just stack some purple items on top of that. The question is, though, does he migrate? No, we don't. Okay. We just stay in the one spot in our little village and fish. Walruses are fascinating because when they migrate, they come across little islands as they go. And basically, some of them can, like, pick an island that's got such good fishing there that they won't even actually finish out their migration pattern. They'll just stay there for the rest of the season. <laughs> and just turn, turn right around and go back home. That's amazing. They're hysterical. Nice. Well, I feel like that might be what I've done just now because my second attack rolled a one. Oh! <laughs> All right. Well, there is that. Zabeth, we are back to you. All right. Feeling 
rejuvenated after seeing my friend Anook stab him with a trident. Miss hysterically the second time around. <laughs> I kind of just glance and say, let me show you how it's done. Yeah, 20, 28 plus. Yes. Which will deal <laughs> a single point of damage. I hit it hard, not too hard. Would you not have your strength bonus or no? Oh, no, you're absolutely right. I did not add my strength bonus, so that is a six. I'm sorry. Thank you. Good looks. No problem. So now I'm going to swing yet again. 24 plus 15, which is, again, a minute. Yep. <laughs> uh, with nine points on that one. All right. 35 on this last hit. Yep. Seven more. All right. And that's my turn. Doc Maul. He spins the next round, bleeding into the floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let me see here. This guy's pretty whittled down at this point. I think I might make a diplomacy check, actually, to try and see if I can talk this guy down. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try and convince him to stand down. I'm going to say, your friend is dead. Soon you will be dead, but you do not have to be. From one tolerant to another, let us speak and resolve this with peace rather than bloodshed. And I really hope I roll well after that dialogue. That was great dialogue. Otherwise, we're in a Mars Attacks type situation where you give this amazing speech and then they just blow your head off. <laughs> I rolled in 20. Start playing some Motown. <laughs> you can see that it gives him pause and then he looks back up and sees the body of Doc Maul and he says, that There's already been too much bloodshed. What's a little more? We can put that blood back in him. Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, so it, he, he appears to be too far gone and is oh, dang it. going to carry on. Keep calm and murder on. Remy. Remy's turn? Yes. So with a movement speed of now 50 feet, is that enough to reach Umber? Oh yeah, the boat is not that big. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So after killing uh, Darth Maul, Remy looks up and he's like, oh my gosh. I can handle one guy and they can't handle one themselves. And he sprints over to Umber. Is there a flanking position that I can get? No, because the three of them were able to be in the front and none of them have moved. Oh, you can make a tumble check to roll through us. Yep. Taking the words out of my mouth. So yeah, if you do a successful tumble, um, I will allow it. All right. So skill mastery allows me to take a 10 on a tumble check. So my tumble check is 30. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you right through. Them, I think that'll be 25 fine. to roll through a space. <laughs> yeah. I think you'll be just fine. Cool. So I'm in a flanking position now. So I get plus two on all my attacks. So here we go. Consequently, the rest of us get plus two as well. Yes. Okay. So first attack is at a 31. That will hit. Okay, second attack is at a 15. That will not hit. Okay, third attack is a definite miss because it's a 2. Fourth attack is at a 27. That will also hit. Okay, and my fifth attack, because I'm hasted, is at a 26. Yes. Okay, so three hits. One thing I love about a rogue is the damage, but the other part is calculating everything. That I hate. So 25 from the first attack. Second attack is 23, 27, 29. And my third attack that hits is 24, 28 points of damage. All right, so you do not kill him, but man, (laughs) man, oh man, there is not much left. 
I will uh, be some Nostradamus right here. I, for his final turn, he will be <laughs> attacking. Let's spread the love. We will give one your way, Remy. Oh, sweet. At a 35. Oh, that's definitely a miss. Okay, cool. I went too high, and it makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, that's a hit. For 19. Ooh. All right. Ow. Zabeth, I'm coming at you for 28 to hit. You hit me. For 14. Got it. I say ouch. Oh, and Anuk, I apologize for what is a natural 20, and this will explain what his plus is. I am hitting an AC of 40 right now. Ow. So. I just have Pengu take it. (laughs) I calmly hold my penguin out, and now there's a a fine mist in the air. (laughs) I cast Shield Other on the penguin in the hope of assuaging my guilt. Uh, and that will be 19 damage headed your way, Inuk. 19 damage, okay. Can someone just kill this guy already? That will conclude what I believe is Umber's final turn. Azak. Wait, no, 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 not Azak. Sorry. Inuk. I am going to stab him with my trident just for something different. Okay. I'm going to do it once. 18, 19, 20. Before I even roll, I've got plus 20. So yes, attack. you're good. Awesome. In that case, I'm going to now roll for damage. Four plus seven. Eleven. Ah, maths. All right, how do you want to do it? Before he is dead, how does Inuk kill Umber? I'm going to take the trident, and I'm going to sort of swing it round and stab him in his port side. (laughs) (laughs) And try and kind of launch him sideways away from us while at the same time stabbing him. Perfect. Alright, so he has fallen, and now you have an empty deck still cast in a grurple light, and you have two bodies. Can we loot the bodies? We can loot the bodies. Roll for greed. (laughs) I'm a goblin, so I get a plus 40 to this roll naturally, right? (laughs) He's going to wait till the last second and then roll roll need and quit the group. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get that cruel barb somehow. <laughs> okay, so on Umber, just as a quick thing, and then we can just do quick math. We have Bracers of Armor plus two, Ring of Protection plus two, the Periapt of Spirit plus four. That's it. The what of Spirit? Periapt. What does that do? Nexus. There we go. Spirit plus four. Mm. Wow. Ah, yes. I think I want that. I'd love that ring. I already have a Ring of Protection, so... Someone else can probably take that other one. I will go ahead and chop that finger off and remove the ring from it. Done. Plus two AC your way, and then we've got the bracers of armor as well. They will not work on me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to use them. I could take a use of them. Could I use them even with the the blade bone? They do not stack with current armor you are wearing, so only like mages or something like that. People who don't wear armor can wear them. Yeah, that's what I figured. Naked Torin. <laughs> yeah. Naked Torin covered in runes, so the Torin in your group will be the one to take those as well. And marginally more interesting, oh, you'll probably instead put on the Bracers of Armor plus four that are on Doc Maul. Jeez. They will not do anything for me. Yeah, my Bloodbane is going to cover my Braces area. I can't wear braces or armor either because I'm going to wear armor. Oh, okay. Then they are disenchanted. <laughs> <laughs> Arcane dust! Yay! No, no. 
So then there is also uh, a bring protection plus one, four glass vials of diamond dust. How much is the diamond dust worth? 250 gold pieces each. I'll take one of those. I, Remy wouldn't know what they're for, but Owen knows that those are spell components. Indeed. Okay, you also find, and because I don't care about all that other stuff, you find a headband, and it is a crown of potency, which is a unique Murloc creation. Consists of an inch-thick braided rope, often of hemp or seaweed, that encircles the head. Shells, pearls, and polished pieces of dry wood, and other such things dangle. The save DCs of all of the wearer's spells increase by plus two. Uh, yeah, I cast a lot of spells, so I I definitely need that. I feel like I should wear it. <laughs> oh. Because aesthetically, I cast no spells, but I have a love of fishing and the sea, and it's very sea-themed. <laughs> he lost the last spelling bee he was in and hopes that this might help. My my word was Ogrima. <laughs> <laughs> so... While they're going through the loot and all that, Remy's just going to go up to uh, Darth Maul, and he's going to start hacking away at the head to separate it from the body. Sounds good. Interesting. Remy then holds it up. Who's got the jar? (laughs) (laughs) Awkward silence and pause. You can easily find a barrel in which to carry it. I was going to say, can I look around for something that we can put in? Yeah, you can find a barrel that's not too large. What are you guys squeamish? Just carry it. It's fine. Look, its eyes are still open. We can have conversations with it. So where are we headed now? Is there anything else in this area? I guess spot check to find out if there's anything that would indicate still what's going on, why the grapple light's still happening. Oh, no, that's just because it was a magical spell cast on the lantern, so that's why it's throwing that light out. There's pretty much nothing else on this level because it was the prison area with all the jail cells. We ascertained that the ship is only being held up by a spell too, right? Correct. You can ascertain that due to a limited wish that it seems like that's what's holding the front end from taking on additional Mm. water. So do we have any kind of, like you said there was a barrel there. Do we have, are there other barrels or something we could use to maybe shore up that hole? Uh, Some of those plates of metal. I know there were a bunch of them that were melted and curled, but are there any whole ones? Yeah, I mean, you could take the time to start shoring it up. The only issue you have there is that it's unclear how long the spell would last. Kind of a race against the clock. Could you shore it up fast enough before the spell gave way and then you sank? Okay. Because you were an armor-clad walrus. So then you, you are, of course, on the lowest deck and you have the two above you. He thinks we should go up. There's a lot to worry about up there. You guys notice that Azok's body language has kind of changed. He's like hunched over now and he's kind of acting just a little more like goblinish. What's wrong with him? Remy, what'd you do? Uh, nothing this time, I promise. I I say we just take the body and get out of here. Sorry, did you say take the body? Oh, whatever. We were hired to kill him, weren't we? No. Yes, no. Uh, I don't remember, but 10,000 gold if we captured the ship. Mm. Well, how do we fix the thing? It's sinking fast. I'm so confused by you right now. This is my job. What are you? Why are you doing my job? I'm sorry. I was gone for a minute. Did I say anything? <laughs> e- <laughs> that just. Remy, what did you do? No, uh, no, n- nothing. That's. Uh, I got. I got potions of bear strength or bull strength and uh, uh, haste and uh, bark skin and invisibility, but n- nothing that turns him into me. A slain goblin spoke to me. 
we heard, baby. I'm just going to pretend you didn't say that. We must make haste or else the ship will sink. How can we short? We fight our way up. Remy, give me a... What kind of knowledge? Well, knowledge skills. What does everyone have? Oh, can I use my Spiritus Mundus on the knowledge? Yes. Uh, while we're talking, I open up a couple potions and chug them to heal myself. Oh yeah, I also want to deal out heals if anyone needs them. I can take all of the heals that you could give me. Okay, well that's probably going to be a lot. I mean, technically it's only a grand total of 20, but I could use up to 20. I ca- I'll cast a... Uh... Cure moderate wounds on you then. How much do I get back? I chuck two potions and stop. You're gonna get 21 health back. Yeah, what knowledge skills do you guys have? I put no skill points in knowledge. Okay. I just have local. Mine is like, it's bardic knowledge kind of. It's like I'm connected to all the spirits and they're kind of telling me information about it, kind of everything. Yeah, the three of you can all roll. It's fine. Alright, I rolled a 26. Okay. 14. So with the 26 and you being connected to a dead goblin for a time, you get the impression that with the sails the way they are, the only way you're going to be able to get the ship to move would be to make sure that it can run on its engine, its steam-powered engine. Hmm. I hear that there must be an engine to be our ship. We must repair it. Well, if it's goblin engineering, I might be able to do something. Where's the engine? Ooh, can I cast locate object to find it? No, you wouldn't need to. You've seen the top deck, and it wasn't there, and you've been on the bottom deck, and it wasn't there. So, it's in the middle one. Onwards. Yes. Let's go. The hole that the Tauren jumped down out of, can we see the engine up through that at all? No. Okay. Remy, lead the way. It was your people that were on the ship before, right? Yep. Uh, I mean... There's different types of goblins, just like there's different type of orcs. So they're not really my people, per se, but, uh... Yeah, don't be gracist. Like, you're saying a lot of words and not showing me where, the, where your engine is. <laughs> oh, so, it, so it's my engine? This is my ship? We're establishing that already? Sweet! I am Captain Remy now! No, I established that the engine was yours. The ship might be ours. I would request that I get to be first mate, Captain. Of course. Yes, very much. This is what, you know what, just take us to the engine. Zabeth, you uh, wipe the poop deck, and as I say that, I will walk up uh, the stairs towards the engine room. You heard the captain, Zabeth. Pretty easily you guys can work together and get up the hole that Umber jumped down. I will require a strength check to help your walrus individual, Inuk, will need assistance. I will definitely take that one on. Okay, Remy and or Zak, if you want to assist Zabeth in helping Anuka. Can I assist by jumping? Yes. Can I just cast full strength on uh, the vapor? Yes. So I have a plus four to my strength now? Yes. Well, that potion I gave you, if you chugged it, it should still be on. Okay, no, that's fine. That'll give me a plus eight. That's cool. No, they don't stack. My jump was... My jump was five. Okay. They're enhancement bonuses, so they don't stack. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So it's just plus four. So he doesn't have to waste a spell. It is a grand total of 18 anyways. Okay. So you can pull them up. And so now you guys are in a fairly desolate room. There's there's not much going on. Um, there's really only the hole in the ground. And then there is a door leading both to the bow and starting to head towards the stern. A door towards the bow and a door towards the stern? Yes. You said the smokestack was on the back end, right? Uh, the hole is on the front end on the bow, so you if you open that door, you're pretty sure that there would be about one room. Okay. Do we know where the engine is? Uh, I'm guessing it'd be at the start. Yes. Give me a listen check. Everybody. 
Three. Three is not enough. Um, for those of you that are above, let's say, 15, you can hear faintly what sounds to be a gurgling noise behind the door at the bow. A gurgling noise that I don't hear? No, you do not. Okay. I'm not scared of gurgling noises. I'm just going to bash the door open while you guys are looking through your things. All right, done and done. Okay. So it is a fairly small room, and you see inside of there four murlocs and what appears to be a murloc caster of some kind. And Beautiful. They knew you were there. You knew they were there. Yeah, so it's just the caster and the four murlocs, and we can roll initiative. Come on. Roll initiative. All right, 15 for me. Eight. Anybody above 20? <laughs> no. Anybody in the 19 to 15? 15, yes. Okay. 10 to 14? Is everyone super low? Yeah. Seven. <laughs> Remy is a little too busy looking through his pockets and also got a seven. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure my agility is higher than Zebeth's. I would wager yes. as well. I can't believe my eight did not terribly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll jump right into it. The Murlocs will throw some javelins at you, Zabeth, for opening the door. Terrible. (laughs) Even worse. Also terrible. Maybe. Does a 21 hit you? Yes. You get hit for seven damage. As a... Flurry of javelins fly your way very, very poorly. <laughs> she begins casting a spell. You can do a spell cast if you want to talk to find out what it is. Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh, wow, that's nice. 30. Okay, so you notice that she casts lightning guardians, and there are three mm. crackling orbs of electricity spinning around her now. Be warned for those spirits when struck. The caster, they will lash out with lightning to crush your bone. Yeah, they will. Azak, it is your turn. Hmm. I see a caster. How well will she do without the power to speak? I wonder. I'm gonna cast silence on her. No. It's no fun. Is there a DC save against that, or is it just... Basically, it's going to kill all all noise in that area in a 20-foot radius, okay. so I'm centering it on her. Okay. And um, she has to make a will save if she wants to resist it, and that currently is a 19. Oh, that might not be that hard. She gets a 30 on her will save. Whoa. She needs <laughs> to die. She does. All right. Well, with that high of a will save, she probably has, like, a very low health points. Oh, Ooh. yeah. My poor caster. So, Anuk, it is your turn. I feel like so far I have done well with stabbing with my trident. Yes. And I'm assuming, like, I, I haven't got out of the hallway yet or gone through the door, but I can I can see what's going on in there. Yeah, you can charge into the room because the all of the murlocs either cast a spell or threw a javelin. So you just hear constant <laughs> from the back. So What was that, Neil? <laughs> you know, with hands... <laughs> Hands raised and everything, constantly. I'm going to go after this spellcastery lady then. Okay. And I feel like, I don't know if I can stab her hands to try and mangle them with my trident so she can't cast spells with her hands or her voice, but I'm going to try that if I can. And so attack number one, 25. That is a hit. Fantastic. 
Ha! Okay, eight plus seven. Curse. Eighteen. I think I've done eighteen damage. Eight plus seven is fifteen. Yes, plus extra bits. Oh, okay. You're right, yes. Because I've got plus two from weapon specialization and plus one from the bonded weapon. Oh my gosh, why is math so hard? <laughs> Alright, we're good. Yeah, so I did whatever number I said earlier. Yes. <laughs> That'll be your turn. Maths. Remy. Sweet, so I hear the sounds of like javelins thunking and the lightning and everything, and I come to as I'm looking through my bag. Oh! There's Murlocs! And with a movement speed of 50... Oh, actually, let me ask, it has been more than three minutes since the end of the combat. Yes, because you guys were searching the bodies and doing all that. Gotcha. All right, so haste is off then. So then, can I get into a flanking position with a movement speed of 40? No, because they're all at the back there with just water and then the ship behind me. Also, Inuk, you would have taken... Eight points of electricity damage. Copy that. As you attacked, the orbs shot over and very Star Wars shot you. It's like Luke in his training montage. Okay, so I got eight more damage. I'm sorry, sorry, just did I have a second attack? I feel like I forgot it again. No, because you can't move and do the full attack. So if you're still if ah. you're standing there, there will be people you could attack twice going forward. Okay, so I will chug another potion of haste, okay. and then I will move up 50 feet then yep. towards them. You can easily be there, wherever they are, whichever ones you want to be in front of. I'll hang back a little bit, just so that next turn I can get to a flanking position on the caster. Okay. That's my turn. Zabeth. Run in and attack the caster as well. Okay. At least with the first attack. Are the other ones within, like, swinging distance of the caster, or are they kind of all spread out pretty far? Yeah, it's kind of, it's almost like a line of them backed up against the water in the ship. Okay, so there's a line, okay. Yeah, I'll move in and take the caster first, then. Okay. Let's see what happens. And my bull strength is still on? Did we, did we determine that? Uh, no, because if my uh, haste fell off, your bull strength Okay, off. that's fine. Nope, nope, nope <laughs> that's totally fine. Uh, 18? No. No. Okay. I will swing again. Uh, the second one was a 14, so that's not going to hit. And 17 isn't going to hit you, so I'm going to miss all three times this time. Swinging okay. wildly. Can I get a reflex save? Oof, eight. Okay, you take seven points of electricity damage as you go in to swing. One of the orbs jumps over and zaps you. As you go back up to the top. All right, Murlocs. You're not running. Okay, sweet. A two. A six. Another six. Oh, okay. We might actually hit someone. <laughs> I got out of the single digits. Well, actually, I know the answer is no. So the last one tried to attack you, Inuk, at a 25. No. Okay. I bat aside their javelin with my tusk. <laughs> Perfect. And then it will go to the... Shaman's turn. That would have been way smarter of me. Oh, tactics with NPCs. So she will cast... Oh, no. Because then you'll hit me. I'll risk it. So the two of you, or did all three of you come up? Uh, well, certainly I'm up near her. Yeah, an attack of opportunity from you, from Zabeth, and did I forget if someone else came up. Azok? No, you cast a spell, and then Remy, you held back. Okay. Yeah, I'm outside of that range. So you notice that the other four murlocs go into a bloodlust. 
Oh wait, because if, uh, if they get an attack of opportunity, they can hit her and she has to make a concentration check to keep the spell. Yeah, I forgot. Both of you attack and then we'll see if she doesn't actually do that. It's both Nook and Zedek, yeah? Yes. I'm just making sure it wasn't the other way around. Uh, 26? Yep. 18 plus 16 plus 2, 3. I'm, I'm assuming I'm hitting yes, at this point. Are. 18 plus, okay, so now I get to roll for a hit. 28, mump, 7. Zavith's damage was 15. 16. Andrew, do you remember how to do a concentration check? Oh. DC is 10 plus the spell level. Plus the damage taken. So yeah, as she begins to cast a spell, she takes a trident to the gut and a maul to the side, and you can kind of start to see the murlocs freak out a little bit more than they normally do, only to calm down. And there is no bloodlust. Bloodlust averted! I'm the real MVP. Nice. Mm, that's silly. <laughs> It'll be Azok's turn when he gets back, but we can just keep it going. Inuk. Yes. Am I attacking now? Yes, it is your turn. I will attack, but I don't get two attacks because I have to step forward to get her. No. I know how DMing works. I totally understand this game. She didn't step back. There was no room. So that's why you got the opportunity attack. So you can do both. Woo. Extra math. 28? Yeah. How much damage? 14 damage on the first attack. Okay. And does a 16 hit? No. Okay, so second attack fails. Okay, Remy. All right, is there a flanky position open on the caster? There is not, because there's too Uh, many murlocs and too many people. Can I, with a tumble check, get there? Yes, it'll be kind of high, because you're going to go off into some water. Okay, tumble check of 30. To take a oh, always take a 10 on tumble checks. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, no, you can get back there then. Okay. Sweet. All right, let's do some damage. Okay, let's see here. First attack is at a 31. Yes. Second attack is at a 16. No. All right. Third attack is at a 24. No, just shy. And that means the fourth attack is not going to hit, and then because of haste, I get another one, and that one is at a 29. Yes. Okay, so two hits. All right. So 23, 29 points of damage. Okay. How do you want to do this? Cause oh, sweet. I don't even need the last nope. one. Nope. <laughs> so it's a murloc, so they're around the same height as me. Oh, it's a fish. I'm going to gut it from... <laughs> Waist bottom to waist top. Done. Inuk, give me a reflex save. Inuk or Remy? Inuk. Okay. Seven. You are covered head to toe with the insides of the murloc shaman that was standing in front of you. That's not the first time. <laughs> Nor will it be the last. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so when I decide to use an, a 20 to kind of discern like what the next thing would be. Last time I did that, I rolled a 20 thinking uh, how drunk would the person be? High would be drunk. And this time I thought, well, what would the morale be for these murlocs now that that happened? <laughs> uh, any guesses on which end of this die I rolled? The high end. No, uh, because I wanted the low end to be how much morale they had left. So they rolled a one. So they're crying. 
Yes, and running. So each <laughs> each of you will get a, a attack of opportunity. Beautiful. Fear, Captain Remy. Ha <laughs> Zavith rolled a grand total of twenty-four. Nice. Technically, Zavith will get a full set of rolls before then. I realize, based on the initiative order. So the oh, okay. rest of you, go ahead and keep your. Attack of opportunities for after Zabeth does just attacks. Okay, so I'm going to run my full set of three attacks and then roll an attack of opportunity as well? Correct, yeah. I accidentally skipped you. My bad. That's right. I accidentally muted everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I will just go to the next closest Murloc. Okay. 24 hit? Yep. And I don't know exactly how much damage they take, so I'm going to roll the damage one at a time just in case I kill one. Yeah. 15 damage on the first roll. Okay. Does an 18 hit one of these Morlocks? No, just shy. Just shy. All right. Fair enough. So another 21 would hit then. Yes. Uh, nine. Okay. To use a 4E term, he is bloodied, <laughs> but not dead. Mm. More than bloodied. Okay. So then we will resolve all of those attacks of opportunity now. And then, unless, Remy, do you have anything that would give you multiple attacks of opportunity? No, I do not have combat reflexes. Okay. And does the 19, uh, 19 hit? Yes, it does. Am I anywhere near them? Yeah, oh yeah. Because I have combat reflexes. Are the ones running wielding weapons still? Yes. Okay, so let's do it. Let's go down the line. So, Zabeth, we'll start with you. You hit, so how much damage did you do? Fifteen. Okay, that one goes down in a heap, like right as it turns. Or no, how do you want to do it? Because you're ending this murloc. I think you're pretty much right on. I think I hit it a couple times. It sees... Its leader go down. It goes to turn and runs right into me, swinging the mall for the first one. Come back and swing on the other side for the second. Then on the attack of opportunity, as it's trying to run away, I take out its legs and its head pretty much bounces off the floor. Done. So we are down to three murlocs, working our way back up. Remy, how did your attack of opportunity go? I got a twenty-nine. You hit. All right, because there's no sneak attack damage, it is a lovely six. <laughs> I see why you always need to sneak attack, Remy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, are they running? Oh, if they're running, they actually don't have their dex modifier to, <laughs> to AC, yep. which makes them flat-footed. Nice. Yes, they will be running, so sneak it up. <laughs> I took one, one oh. level in a row <laughs> All right, so 29, 34 points of damage. I will give it to you. It All is right. done. So this one, like, I see him, like, he runs, he's right next to me. I, like, put a hand on his shoulder. I'm like, shh, shh, it's okay. Nothing's going to happen to you. And as he, like, turns to look at me, I just one right in the stomach. Nice. Can I fillet this guy as well and cause his (laughs) guts and intestines to also fling on, what was it, a nook? Yes. All right, yeah. And then, so this one, I will, like, aim him as I'm cutting to also have more guts. <laughs> okay, give me give me a raw agility roll. Sweet, 19 total. Okay, Anuk, to dodge it, you need to beat a reflex DC of 19. I got a 9. <laughs> you lean directly into it. It's, it's almost <laughs> as if the, the parts of you that weren't covered are now covered. <laughs> And as this happens, I scream, Your captain demands you to be covered in guts! And I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Hey-oh! Nice. So, Inuk, you can take two uh, attacks of opportunity due to your combat reflexes and the number of murlocs still available to hit. The first one, I got 20 to hit. 
and did 14 damage. The second one was 14 to hit, which isn't high enough. No, it is not. And then Azak, as they pass you on the way out. Mm, I stay my hand. There's no reason to slay the fleeing. Alright, so they are off. We're going to regret that later. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, indeed, what? You know what? I'm not. I'm, I don't know how you work. But what if this is a dream, <laughs> and in the dream you have to kill them? Mm. Can I still make my attack? <laughs> Wait, come back here, Murlocs. <laughs> no, they're gone now, and Zavith would be all puffy and puffy because he didn't take the chance to kill something. Mm. Start kicking the floor as he walks away. That which I slay comes back to speak to me later. I prefer to have less voices. That's awkward. Yeah. It makes sense. Cool. So now where are you headed? There are no murlocs that you can see. And no engine, obviously, correct? No. Remy, I told you to take me to the engine room. We went forward, not backward. Uh, I thought this was the engine room. (laughs) One job, Captain. So you acknowledge that I'm Captain (laughs) now. I'm okay with that. I'm going to grab him by the scruff of whatever shirt he has. He's like, I don't want to sink. Please take me to the engine. Well, if it's not in the stern... No, it is in the stern. We, we didn't go to the stern. What? I said go to the stern. No, we went towards the bow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we did? Okay. Yeah. Well... We heard gurgling noises, so we went to the bow. Oh. Obviously. Then I was right. <laughs> so then let's head to the other side. Real captain would be able to control me. Anyways, let's keep moving. Oh, please. <laughs> I don't try to control an orc. I just point you in a direction and you do your smashy thing. Orc smash! I are hit hard. Huh. You know my cousin? <laughs> <laughs> I are hit hard was actually the name of my orc warrior. <laughs> That's awesome. As you're headed to the stern, you open it up, and this is kind of like where all of the cabins are, and there are dead murlocs everywhere. They're just gr- grotesque poses in the hall, and their bones are broken, head smashed in, the ceiling's battered and defaced, and you're pretty confident this is where. Umber did the most of his work against the murlocs. Mm -hmm. You still don't see any other murlocs, and you're pretty confident they would have gone up the stairs. There's more dead murlocs here, and goblins lying about this large room. Tables and chairs are overturned or smashed, and a door on the east wall has semi-intact tables and chairs piled in front of it. From beyond a metal door on the west wall comes bangs and wheezes, rain drums on the deck above you, and mists the stairs. In the distance, thunder growls. So you're pretty confident that the door with bangs and wheezes may contain that which you seek. Well, I say we head into there. Can I make a strength check to clear the doorway and like one foul like shove of my shoulder? Yes. I, I'm going to cast full strength on him because his potion wore off. Okay. Thank you. On the spirit. 19. Yeah, because they were kind of haphazardly put up there. You just put a shoulder down. You essentially kind of come from one side, put a shoulder down, and then just sweep everything across. Yep. So now it's just the metal door there ready to be opened into the boiler room. So, before you can only be described as technological insanity, the walls are made of dark and rusty metal. There's a giant mechanism that dominates this room, taking up its entirety except for a narrow walkway around the device. Stopped pistons protrude from the device in various stages of action. Wheels, levers, and buttons of various colors appear at all angles and heights. Metal stepladders toppled near the door imply the goblins managed to reach some of these. 
Sounds. The device emits a dangerous whistling and needles on several displays all point into the red. Steam blasts from numerous chinks and holes and shoots randomly from other areas. The room is stifling hot. There's a closed furnace door at its front of the device. A shovel and a pile of coal spilled toward the bow stand nearby. Marvel. Confusion and chaos. How do we fix it? Well, as a goblin, I'm naturally trained in used technical device. I have a trident. <laughs> I can hit it with my hammer. I saw that. I saw that, Brick. You killed a man with a trident. Should probably lay low for a while. I can ferry us into the afterlife once we are all killed by his work. So, looking at the DM, use technical device? Yes. Um, who all is going in to the boiler room? Remy. That's a necessity. Is anyone else entering the boiler room with Remy? I will stay outside and watch. I will go in with Remy so I can turn any high novels, nozzles or dials that he can't reach. Thank you. Okay, so the two of you will each take one point of damage from the steam shooting out and either hitting you like in the face or the arm or anything. Ow, that, that's, that's hot. That burns. Remy? Yes? The heat makes me angry. You wouldn't like me if I get more angry. <laughs> it, it, from the time I spent with you, it seems like everything makes you angry. feel like you should fix things before I get angrier. All right. So I go up to the machines, and I use technical device. Okay. Does that work? Yes. Uh, 22 to start repairing it. So I don't get a maul in the face from a raging orc barbarian. Uh, I will need a reflex save from you, Remy. Is it a trap? It does technically qualify as one. All right, sweet. So that means I get plus three to this. (laughs) So... Oh, 28. You are good. Then you're high enough level. Do you take any damage on a... No, that's evasion. Uh, I If I succeed the saving throw, I don't take any damage. Okay, you're good. Sweet. So then, okay, go ahead and give me another used technological device. 19. Give me another reflex save. Higher than the first one. Okay. So 33. You're good. And give me a... Another used technological device. That is a nat one. Oh, that's not great. Okay, give me another used technological device or, quote, the boiler explodes. Well, that's a 19 plus my used magical device, so that is a grand total of 13. All right. You manage, with the help of Zabbath, you manage to bring things closer to the ultimate demise of probably yourself and your companions, but flip the right switches, turn the right knobs, and it seems like the boiler is now in working enough order. Not, I wouldn't say working order, I'll go with working enough order. So, seeing that it's fixed, I turn around, dust my hands off, well, we're good to go. Your captain saved the day. Give me a reflex save. <laughs> that is another nat one. Which, of course, makes for the greatest of cinematic <laughs> instances. As you do that, a bolt pops out and you take it right to the back of the head <laughs> for 11 damage. 
Eleven. I chuckle as I walk past him out of the boiler room. Uh, well, now, now I fixed it. That bolt was not needed. It was hurting it more than it was helping. I pick the bolt up and put it in my pocket just as a memento. Awesome. Your captain demands you not to <laughs> carry that. <laughs> Throw it away. Throw it in the sea. Consider that bolt the Hope Diamond. Let it go. <laughs> awesome. So you guys can move out and... You actually move up onto the main deck, and there is no one there. You're still in a thunderous storm, and you will need to figure out kind of the controls of the ship, which wouldn't take you too awful long. You can kind of figure out how to get the ship to back away from the coral reef and begin sailing it away. Come sail away. Come sail away. Well, steaming away. Come sail away. Come sail away, come sail away with me. <laughs> well done. Thank you. <laughs> what were you going to say? Do I do I have time to have a quick hunt around for any backup sails that they might have? Yeah, go ahead and give me a search. Yep. I was confident, and then I was got really, un, like, just dropped out. I was like, search? <laughs> no, it can't be searched. That means I would be right. If it seems like there's, like, an overlap in skills when you're saying it, then it's definitely for 3.5. <laughs> natural 20 at least you can say investigation did you say natural 20 I did so you don't even begin to look for it I am the sail <laughs> yes you ascend <laughs> sailhood <laughs> you just find them they're just there and in their, they're in perfect order which doesn't make any sense because everything seems to be overturned so you can find not just sails but fully intact sails Wonderful. Am I then able to use my knowledge as a whaler and fisher, not man, not fisherman, fisher oh, yeah. tusker, fisherska? Between the four of you, you guys can manage to get the sails all set up and get the fearsome yacht moving. And with the guidance of Silverhook and the Smiling Devil, you are able to get it to the nearest port. And the magic on the hull in its hull hasn't faded no awesome because it was a limited wish so it will you will have enough time and you guys eventually get in contact with the trade coalition and receive your payment of 10,000 gold pieces and an additional 2,000 for the head of doc mall nice and we get to keep the ship that didn't happen but the coalition doesn't mind anything that you found on doc mall or umber or anything that you would have gotten from the Murlocs. So as captain of the ship, I am entitled to 50% of all. <laughs> so I get 5,000. The rest of you split the other 5,000. I'm going to go ahead and intimidate him away from that number. Perfect. You don't need a roll. You you succeed. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, you have whatever you want. It's good. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, go over here and uh, you do your thing. Okay, cool. I might be losing faith in our captain. <laughs> I say we keep this a democracy. Can I, like, take the sails down and pack them up in a bag and take them with me? Yeah, because they're clearly some kind of magical sail. Yes, because no, somehow you found them in a place that they were stored that no one <laughs> They're the, the chosen sails. <laughs> so you can easily walk away with them. Like a, a crate that's, you know, someone's written, sails are in here, but it's only in sort of my native language so no one else can read it. There it is. Awesome. That concludes the adventure of Ghost Ship. 
Stay tuned if you want to hear an interview with me and Andrew Porcio about the game that just happened. Thank you everyone for listening, and hopefully you come back for the next game.